Hey, you guys. Hey, what's up? Um, Welcome back to another week of Those Anime Girls. Um, uh, just real quick before we start, we just wanted to let y'all know that I think we've, you know, and if you've seen on um, both of our social media, B did it for Instagram and I did mm-hmm. it for uh, Twitter. Just we're having some difficulties with how the quality was coming out, but yeah. it seems that we've addressed that. So hopefully... That's the end we of that, that because I hope it's so. annoying. But yeah, so um, we're back for another week. And uh, yeah, B, you want to get into the anime news? Of course, I'm ready, I'm ready. So this week on anime news, I have two little topics to mention. Um, the first one is, if you've ever seen it, the anime is called Bungo Stray Dogs. Season mm-hmm. four, the trailer for that one just released. So yep. that season should be coming out in January of 2023. And I'm pretty excited about that one because I actually really quite enjoyed that. So No, that's a really good one. Yes. Okay. So that's the one to be on the lookout for. So when I saw the trailer, I was like, ooh, ah, mm-hmm, watching that. So that was one. And then the second one that I'm even more excited about is because I missed this. So back up, back it up, Rhea. The Jujutsu Kaisen Zero movie is mm-hmm. finally going to be coming to Crunchyroll September 21st this year, 2022. Mm-hmm. And I was a little sad because I'm a person who likes to go see anime movies in theaters, you know, get my snacks and all that good stuff and go. Right. And the window, the like three or four days that it was available back in March, I, I couldn't make it. So right. I've been waiting for it to come out. So I'm super excited. That's coming out September. So just be on the lookout for that one as well. Yeah, I actually wanted to see it, but I hadn't seen it either. So exciting. I just, the reason why I didn't go was, um, well, one, like you said, it's always a shorter window, but Mm -hmm. also it's just like, I don't know how well that, you know, y'all are cleaning and because there's so many, you know, it's a short window, people will probably be like right next to each other. And it's like, I'm not doing that in these times. I just can't. And you know, I'm like you, however, when it comes to movies, for me, it's an exception. And thankfully, I've been... So I've gone to see plenty... Let me not say plenty. I only go to do Studio Ghibli Fest kind of movies, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But throughout COVID, I think I've seen three or four movies. And I've been very fortunate in order to not have anyone sitting on either side of me. And I always choose a seat in the very back in the corner. So, I mean, no one can sit to my left anyways or right. Oh, and then the seat okay. next to me, no one ever sits next to. So I always just put on my food and candy there. There's usually always been like two seats between me especially in the very like beginning when i was comfortable enough to actually go see a movie Mm -hmm. um but nowadays if i were to go see like say how they just had kiki's delivery service in theaters at the end of Mm -hmm. july if i were to go see that i'm more than 100 percent positive the theaters would be full because back when i did it they were blocking seats too so now i haven't seen an anime movie yeah i was like i haven't seen an anime movie actually haven't no no i haven't seen an anime movie since they stopped blocking seats. So I would just hope and pray for the best. So mm-hmm. I guess, you know, everything happened for a reason because you walk up to a movie theater, baby, and them folks, look, I just right on that. <laughs> they, right. they be right there breathing down my neck. I'm like, sir, ma'am, scoot it over. This popcorn is going to go flying. <laughs> this right. But yeah, um, that's definitely exciting because I wanted to watch it as well. Um, mm, we can just have a movie date because I have a projector. Cute. Like, I mean, at home, oh. movie date, because I have the projector. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, let me clarify. 
I actually have that uh, volume of the manga. It's like volume zero, and it's a really interesting story. And you know, there's mm-hmm. some uh, characters that you know may you know pop up later, but it's kind of like their story. So yeah, it's really exciting. That's but yeah, okay. those are two good anime news choices <laughs> that I also was excited about. I was trying to think what I was trying to say. <laughs> I realized that as a call. <laughs> I knew it, but the way that it came out my in my head at first was like, oh no, that's not what I meant to say. So then I had to try to reword it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, what's yeah. your anime news? So mine is about the Crunchyroll's Expo, which is like, I think like a thing oh, they yeah, do yearly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you know, they were making a lot of announcements. And one of the announcements that they made, I'm not sure if they gave an official date or just October, because a, a lot of these ones coming out in October, other than My Hero, because My Hero's date has actually been released, are still saying October. So I don't remember if this one actually has a date now, but mm-hmm. mine is just about um, Chainsaw Man. So, oh, yes, um, yes. Yeah, so they uh, released another trailer. And if you want to see the trailer, you can go on YouTube, and I'm pretty I'm, Pretty sure they'll also be on Crunchyroll's YouTube page. But just to give a, for people who haven't heard about it, I found like a non-spoilery summary, but basically it's really just like a sentence. So it says, following a betrayal, a young man left for dead is reborn as a powerful devil human hybrid after merging with his pet devil and is soon enlisted into an organization dedicated to hunting devils. Yeah, and I think that, you know, I haven't read all of the first part, of Chainsaw Man because the part two has recently started like you know manga wise but I definitely mm-hmm. read a bit of it oh, yeah, it kind of gives sure. like Jujutsu Kaisen vibes to me obviously it's different but I mean just if you think about maybe the the stakes or like the goriness like you know it's not really one where it's yeah. oh everybody's gonna make it oh. it kind of gives that vibe to me and it's like not even just spoiler wise even before like I really got into it it kind of seemed like that type versus like Maybe a different type where, okay, people, you know, we're going to go through struggles if I get hurt, but it definitely has more of like high stakes. You know, and I saw the, like before you, you're been, you've been collecting the manga for a while, but I remember seeing it kind of just pop up on my feet a lot when people were talking mm-hmm. about it. It definitely did catch my interest. I'm super excited. Oh, it was because we went to AWA last year. Um, mm-hmm. There was a lot of people cosplaying in just plain white shirts, the black tie and red hair. And I know oh, for the yeah. life of me, I couldn't figure out who the hell they were. And I was like... Who are these people supposed to be? And then that's when I was like, oh, they're from this anime and then this. And then it all started to fall into place. So then it's been kind of on in the back of my mind since then. So now I think it's finally time for me to dive in. But yeah. That's it for anime news. Yeah. <clears throat> Today, we're going to get into one of our, you know, non-recap-like uh, topics. We're back and we're better than ever with our anime duos. And I guess I'll kick it off with one of... Hmm, which one do I want to do? You know what? I'm going to start off with something big. <clears throat> Mine's not even actually an anime duo. Mine's actually an anime trio. Oh, you said I'm fancy. Uh, you know, flips hair, whatever, whatever kind of thing. <laughs> no, but it, I seriously, it was kind of like three peas in a pod. I couldn't cut anyone because I like them all. But I'm talking about our infamous trio from Demon Slayer, Zenitsu, Inosuke, and Tanjiro. 
Icons. Everyone. <laughs> but honestly, if you haven't seen the show, go ahead and watch it. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I feel like their personalities, actually, I don't feel like their personalities are completely different, but yeah. they mesh so well to make the ultimate trio combo. So if you don't know, Tandro's like the level headed, logical thinker, kind of parent dad image, always caring for others, mm-hmm. uh, very strong willed, go getter, straightforward kind of guy. Can't even lie. Like if he lies, like if you've seen the episode when he was lying, you could see right through him. It's not, he's like that sweet of a person. But right. then on the other hand, you've got Inosuke, which is, y'all ever heard that, that, <laughs> what is that sound um, where they're like, you know, if you have a child, but your second child. You know what I mean? Like, they basically make it seem like your first child, oh, you're like a doting parent. And then mm-hmm. when you get to your second child, they're just like, what What the hell happened here? That's yeah. kind of how Yosuke is. That's your wild yeah. child <laughs> out there, hard-headed, smart mouth, just rambunctious to a T kind of thing. He has a good heart now. Don't get me wrong. He has the greatest heart. But boy, that child is crazy. So you got Yosuke. Then you got Zenitsu. Zenitsu is your sweet, emotional, can cry a little bit, doesn't know how much potential he actually has, um, kind of fawning over, what's her name, Nezuko, mm-hmm. lover boy, all together kind of guy. So if you put them all together, you have every characteristic you could ever want in an ultimate thrill. But when it comes down to getting down to business, baby, when it comes down to hitting that stuff and getting with it, pop, pop, that one, two, one, two, oh, it's <laughs> game over. It's game. It's no comparison. No, that's real. Put the three of them together for real. They always got each other's back. Mm-hmm. They always make sure, like, we're one slacks. I don't want to say slacks, but when one can make up for that. Exactly. Exactly. Mundo. Like how Titus did that for me. When I'm lacking <laughs> in vocabulary, my vernacular is not there. T got my back. That's, <laughs> that's how it goes. But seriously, so you can't knock the trio. That had to start off strong with them because at the end of the day, I feel like they are just, they're it. They're what you want to be. They're like the friends of anime. You know what? I can't even say that because I've never watched friends, but you know what I mean? Oh, they're like that's that. what you meant. Basically what I thought, it's funny because what I thought <laughs> you meant is like a rival's relationship usually is negative for a lot of it until a certain point. Yes. I like how with them, it's never really like that. Yes. Yes. Ooh. I'm going to put a pin in that point you just said because I'm going to have to come okay. back to it later. But yes, yeah, exactly what you said. So, And I love that. You need more male relationships like that. I would especially say for males since they want to have a lot of male protagonists and everything and it's always a fight between most of them or mm-hmm. like kind of who's better, who's right. can get the upper hand. Never just a, oh, like a bromance from the beginning where you're just mm-hmm. always got each other's back, kind of how it is with females most times. They always got each other's back at the end of the day, even if they have a little I will say they have the cattiness as well, but those are the certain aspects when it's usually over a male protagonist kind of thing. Right. But Which is like, again, because niggas are riding. <laughs> That's why. Because it's just like, chill. But yeah, like you said, I, th- I, I definitely agree. And I like, like you said, how it's different where they're actually friends. And I think that I have multiple like that. Good. So I think I'm going to say another one. But since you kind of talked about one where it was like a healthy rival relationship. I will say for this one, I'm about to say, um, when people talk about sports anime, they usually don't uh, talk about this one. And honestly, that could be a, I want to fight topic, but I'm not even going to do that because 
although I love some of the other like big name ones, like love Haikyuu, great, cute, all those great things. But my favorite sports anime, and I just don't know how mm. it's going to be topped for me. For me. I know who's it is. I know it now. Is Kuroko no Basket. It's I knew so- it! It's just like, it's just that girl. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, that is, that's all I can say. Haikyuu is close, but it's just like, there's there's just so much. Uh, let me not get started. Because I'll be talking. Who who put you on so that you loved it to the point that you were about to keep a souvenir that you got for me? What? Huh? Sorry, connection's bad. I can't hear you. <laughs> you can't hear? Huh? What? It cut off? <laughs> it cut, cut off, girl. I don't know what you're talking about. Trying to throw me under the bus. You should have let me know it was that good that I could have got two gifts. Right? <laughs> I told you what you were like, remember? And I feel you because we don't watch regular sports like that. So I was telling you, and I was like, it's a sports anime. So you were like, I don't no. know about that. I was just like, no. <laughs> but you said, I'll try. And then you were like, and then when you came back, see, because you you know what? Honestly, I should be able to say this because you kept one of the things I put you on. And you were like, look, sorry, sis. Next time I see it or see something from it, I'm going to have to get it for you. Because I also put you <laughs> in the Food Wars, and you were like, I'm going to just have to keep this one. So... Talking Curacao No Basket, one of the first of my favorite duos would be, if you've seen it from the team Seirin, which is the main team, would be Curacao and Kagami. So, like, their relationship, you know, it kind of starts off with, like, you know, rivals. But it's like a healthy rivals, not like, oh, I hate you. Everyone knows that, you know, not going too much into it if you haven't seen it, because I definitely recommend it. But thinking about how rivals are usually, like, nowadays oh we hate each other and one's really ugly to the other one it was more like Kagami everyone knows that Kuroko was like a member of the Generations of Miracles but he was like the Phantom Six man so he was kind of waiting like uh what's your power like what what makes you iconic especially because Kagami was when the Generations of Miracles had like their reign he was in America so he knew nothing about it so he was like, um, you need to show me something. Show me the, what makes you like great. But still not in like a super ugly way. But pretty soon he kind of saw like how his power worked. He sees what Kuroko's strengths are. Their periods where, you know, they grow together. And then they mm-hmm. also grow on like their individual powers so that they can be like the best duo. And like, you know, because the whole goal is, again, this is like something you mm-hmm. could find out if you looked up like a summary. So it's not even really a spoiler. But like Kuroko's mm-hmm. goal is like to show like the generation of miracles that he was a part of that there was something wrong with their basketball because you know they got away from like the love of it and mm. became like real jaded and just were like really like ugly and like or like f teamwork and all that other stuff and selfish and also it's really cute because they really do become best friends brothers so we love they to see it. they do yeah, that's what makes them my favorite and this also, I like, um, I'm not going to go through all of them, but I also like that for most of the teams, every general Generation of Miracles character has their, like, duo. Like, for example, if you think about, you know, the one that can shoot from anywhere with the green hair? Oh, the one with the glasses? Yeah. Shintaro? Oh, you looking it up? <laughs> yeah. The fact that <laughs> Just remember Midor, um, yeah, I had it Midorima. Generations of Miracles, like, it's me, the Rima, uh, Kisei. Well, I know Kisei's full name. It's like Kisei, Akashi, Seijiro. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Morisaki Bara. Ah, uh, it's like it's like Achi. Morisaki Yeah, Achi. Uh, you already know. I know it. Um, Alamini Daiki. Um, <laughs> no, I'll never forget him. Um, and then uh, Tetsuya Kuriko. Yeah, you know me. Somehow, in with anime names, for the most part, I'd be on it. I can't tell you. I told why. y'all she be on it. Me, nah. The fact that y'all heard her say, mm, "You looking it up?" Because she already knew I didn't remember. <laughs> she already knew I didn't. I'm smart though. I'm gonna have the information pulled up right beside me to make sure I get my facts straight. Because I was like, I'm good with faces, terrible names. But also, I think like again, without not going in too much into detail, I I really like seeing too. Like if you think about how Kuriko's recent partner Kagami, and then looking at his partner on the generation of miracles almine you can see how like they really are very similar in the type of people they were almine just kind of lost some of that because he became jaded based on like his power yeah so then like seeing how like his relationship with kagami also helps him rebuild or reconnect with almine because they really are like he was going down the wrong and it's like they both were like the light to his shadow Except mm-hmm. like Kagami never let go of it while Almine. But yeah, so that will be my first one. Love it. You know, I love the show. So I'm all the way here for it. It's your turn. Let's see. All right. So my second dynamic duo. Uh, which one do I want to do? I feel like with one of them, I'm going to save this one for the next one because I feel like we might have one that's very similar. But yeah. This one's a dynamic duo that I don't really see as a dynamic duo, and you can fight me on it if you want to. Not you, T, but I I feel like you'll (laughs) definitely agree with me. But anyone else, I'm ready. I've been itching to fight lately, so come find me at peep, 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 peep. Address is peep, 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 peep. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. But Naruto and Sasuke. Yeah. It's a dynamic duo. We all know Naruto. We all know Sasuke. I love the show, so don't get me wrong. I love it all. However, this is not a healthy dynamic duo that I would ever want to be a part of in any sense, way, form, or fashion. Sasuke pretty much is... He is... How do I put this in a a nice way? It don't even have to be nice because... Sasuke's just not supportive in a healthy mental fashion, as well as he's Mm -hmm. just very standoffish to the point that it's kind of like a cat and mouse game for me for a while, Mm -hmm. what I feel like. And Naruto's chasing after him and Sasuke's just like, you know, if you kind of whatever. It does. That's the word. That's such a simple word that I forgot. It's a sad relationship. And it's like, yeah, they're strong. They're great. And Naruto sees him as his best friend, you know, at the end and all this stuff. Which I will never get. I will never understand. I'm sorry. Maybe it's the, I don't know. No. He was alone for so long. So he Mm -hmm. might not even, like, he never had that understanding to know what a real friendship should look like. And just Mm -hmm. because he ran into Sasuke and they had that robbery from the beginning, I feel like he Mm -hmm. was... You know how people say stuck on stupid when you're like talking to a guy or a girl or whatever. But I feel like that's what Naruto was. He was stuck on him. And it's kind of like, you know, that's how they played, had the show play out. So it's not like they could do much about it. But at that point, he didn't realize that what he was doing was hurting him more than helping him when he could have had such a healthy relationship. I've seen these points and I really do think that this is his best friend, no matter what Naruto says. But a lot of people say like, his best friend, you know, as we're talking about what a best friend really looks like, his best friend in the show was Shikimaru. 
which I agree. Mm, mm. As far as like a healthy relationship, and I think even thinking to Boruto, which I'm not like caught up on, and I know people have a lot of mixed feelings about, but like I'm not caught up either. His, you know, when he's a Hokage or whatever, his like second in command is Shikamaru, like his advisor, because he trusts him so much. I mean, but like you said, I think that's what I always liked is how like when he needed it, like Shikamaru's like supportive. But mm-hmm. also, like he keeps it real. For example, I don't. I know you're, you're probably at least familiar about this, but it's just like you know when Sasuke became went from just being a rogue ninja to like war criminal. <laughs> and, yeah. um no big deal for him, right? Because he literally started the events that led to the fourth uh, great ninja war. Well, him and Toby and like the parts of the Akatsuki, all that. But anyway, Shikamaru came to him and was like, "Look." I'm gonna keep it real with you, because especially because Sasuke was thought to at that time. Um, and I guess this is spoilers, but again, it's Naruto shipping in. I mean, this is old, but you know, I'm still gonna say it. Yeah, like especially I these mean, episodes. I mean, like where this happened, this probably like 2012, 2013. I'm one of those people that can only talk about Naruto up to a certain extent because I skipped around so much that it's a spoiler for me. But will I remember what you're saying probably a year from now when I finish it? No. So please continue. You won't. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. <laughs> but basically when like, you know, it made this Naruto kill um Killer B, which was Jinchuriki, and he was like the younger brother of the Raikage from the mm-hmm. Cloud Village. And then so people from the Cloud Village were like, hey, if you're not going to tell, tell us where your nigga is, then you're going to have to take these licks. People who are like the Killer B's students, they mm-hmm. were like, especially the girl, she was like punching him and like fighting him. And he was taking these looks for like Sasuke. And it was just, like you said, going back to sad because it's just, I don't get But yeah. not, not sad as like, aw, to me, it was just, I know what, like you said, it definitely goes back to what you were saying where he, you know, that's just the first person to him. I think honestly, someone not ignoring him was a friend. Yes, it, exactly. He saw base level as being like, oh, this is the best it can be for me. So I'm not going to let him go. Right. But um, but my thing is like for someone who it was like maybe it was really early on in um, Ship It In. But there's a point mm-hmm. where he has a like uh, one of the first confrontations about Sasuke with Sasuke. And he's basically like, nah, I don't want to come back. Uh, F y'all forever. Um, next time I see you, it's, it's up and fight. stuck. Right. <laughs> you know, all that. <laughs> so up and stuck. <laughs> But it's still, like, no matter what. And then there's this point where, like, and and honestly, some of it was, like, high-key disrespectful. Because let me just tell you one thing. If I'm the Rakage and you find me and you beg me not to kill Sasuke when at that time I think that he killed my younger brother, come on. What do you think I'm about to do? Let's Let's just be real about this. Let's be completely transparent. And also, it's just like, honestly, high key. How dare you ask that? So I'm because that's your friend. He didn't have no relationship with him, so it was like there was no even reason for that to even be a consideration. And even if you had a relationship, I still think that's high key disrespectful because it's like, oh, so I'm just supposed to be like, oh, well, your friend wants you to be okay and wants his village to handle it. Baby, talk to me. I'm blinded by rage at this point. Right. Anyway, honestly, I really don't think that their relationship didn't really get healthy until 
literally the end of the show and it was still like beginning to become healthy it was literally the end of the show so it was just whenever they would be like when they were kids and he was like that's my best friend you know and i was like is it you never had a friendship to know that that's not the best that a friend can be so and then as he built relationships he still saw him as his best friend and i was like child anyways all right nikki it was it was just like it was that sad how 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 but i'm telling you stuck on stupid no but we talked about it really the trauma from like abandonment which again we already know whose fault that is but anyway the point is yeah that's where it had to come from because i mean like i said and then still later he had better friends and he still it's the sasuke for me and i don't give it (laughs) It's the, I think at that point he had that one track mind where he was just like, you, you know how you just been in it for so long that you don't see change happening at all? Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of just like, I've been going hard for this man since I was however many years old, 10 years old. I can't let it go. 10 years later, you're still doing the same thing. I feel like for him, it's more of a mental thing. Like, it would be pointless for me to say, hey... You know, maybe it's not worth holding on to because I wasted 10 years of my life trying to save him. I can't give up now because then I'll feel like the failure part more so on his part than, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to make it seem like I really want to save him all this much. Like, yeah, I believe he really did still care about him, obviously, and stuff. But I feel like it was also like, this is my goal. I can't turn away from my goal. I said it this way. I've told everyone. I can't go back. So Right. So, like, feeling, like, stuck. Yeah. He already went so far. So, it's just like, Mm -hmm. I can't, like come back now no that's fair exactly but like you said i think for a lot of it it's definitely not a duo or like a healthy dynamic at all especially he tried to kill you he tried to kill like he if he had his way he would kill you kakashi and sakura that sakura. one time so this again really like well, to kill it all. I, i'm sorry i don't remember her name but you know iconic queen from um oh tiktok stand up sometimes <laughs> you just gotta stand up you know and you gotta yeah. be like okay and that's another thing that, real quick, and then we're going to keep going because I don't want to get stuck mm-hmm. on this for too long. But another thing that always irritated me is when Sasuke would be like, you don't understand how I felt because I had a family for a certain amount of years and then I lost them, but you never had a family. So then it's like, so you think that I'm not also mm. traumatized? Because you experienced love for a time. And again, that's not me- minimizing it. Yes, literally everybody, your whole bloodline wiped out. That's not a small thing at all. But to make it seem like someone whose parents sacrificed themselves and low-key punished for it. Yes. <laughs> and were alone really until he started having friends. And that really was more like, yes, that started some like when they were kids. But it really was like when they were teenagers. That so, it actually came into play. And think about right, how his so, parents would feel if they knew that they did all this stuff for the village. And that their son, their only child, is over here being treated this way after what they did for the village. These folks are the ones treating your son this way after what I did for you hoes? Oh, game over. (laughs) No, that's what I'm saying. He's better than me because at the least, the best they would have got from me is I might be an anti-hero. So that's the best. I'd probably be more towards the villain. But then it's like, (laughs) am I really dealing with (laughs) y'all did this to me? Right. But yeah, um, I agree. Not a healthy one. Um, so I know we're saving the last one because we think that it might be similar. So let me say one of mine. Let's see say another one. Yes, say one yes. Now this is a duo that we would love to be a part of it. And honestly, 
I'm not even going to save it for later because it's just icons. So this oh, duo. I got to know. I chose, you know, and I will make it spoiler light because I know it's still going on. So a lot of people might not have gotten into it. But also, you know, it's not all super spoilers just because this is like, you know, <clears throat> a story that's been told and retold and told and retold. But oh, Lord, for <laughs> iconic duos, I am choosing Hades and Persephone. What? Um, that is not why I thought you were going with this. I know. It was not. So, oh, I'm here for it. So basically, um, trying to not do too spoilery and you know later we we are we're definitely going to go through all that um in a future episode but for Hades and Persephone one it's just like you'd be lucky to be either one at this point one. in time hello <laughs> two is just like when you think about I think especially when you think about and it's not even just like iconic duos like in a romantic sense it's also just in a partner sense I think if you think about like friends if you think about yeah like lovers if you think about rulers you know yes. it's just like literally on every level so um, yeah I chose them because it's just like one and I guess uh if you I'm not gonna go super into spoilers but I guess if you don't want to hear anything about it maybe the next five minutes maybe three to five minutes uh you could skip you'll be missing <laughs> but, out um, though right but basically mm-hmm. Hades is the ruler of the underworld and you know unfortunately there's negative like connotation like seen with the underworld where they think it's like you know lesser than the other ones when it's actually the most lit that's like affected his personal life to some degree where you know he never really seems to like have someone who's fully there for him and the relationship he's kind of in is already it's just like more of like convenience so he doesn't have to be all the way alone because um i'm not even gonna go fully into it because can't stand that hoe she's not like actually genuinely there for him it's more like what she can get it's like emotionally like manipulative and talks down to him and all that stuff but he's just kind of like oh you know I don't want to be alone so then like you know it's one of those you know like those romantic movies those moments where like the room stands still it's kind of like (laughs) that's kind of how I felt though honestly and then you know then he meets Persephone and you know they both kind of are like oh like ooh. due to a situation you know they end up like spending time together like just getting to know each other Mm -hmm. um that first night you know and so it's like seeing like how their relationship builds like to friends, you know, especially because, you know, she's going through something awful, especially in media. And I think in real life, sometimes men and it's not everybody, but I mean, it's like real enough to mention it where it could be like trying to get be close to a woman or be like a support just to get your own like, you know, for your own gain. Yeah. Which is like, you know, actually manipulative, but he really is just like, they're really building like a genuine connection where it's not even about like, oh, I want to get close to her because then I can get this or that or anything like that. It's just like, they have like a real, just like a real ass like connection, not going too much into it, but there's even a moment where, you know, they realize like they're like born in the same area. So then they like speak in their like native language. Ugh, let me not get into it. Mm. It's just, mm. and that it's was just like, that was a cute, wasn't it? <laughs> And it's just like, just like, you know, also the type where like, basically they kind of remind me of like a type of couple where it's like, so in love, so in sync, you know, the type, like, you know, when you go to like Disney world or something like that, and they'll have little shirts where it'll be like, I'm with her, I'm with him. And it's like an arrow. Yes. yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Also the type where it's just no matter what, um, no one's messing with, if I'm around or if I find out it's lights Game out up. for you. If 
I find out that you uh you tried to play them. And I also just think that even too when like they have like disagreements or art not it doesn't even really fully get into the point of an argument. They're able to talk it out healthily versus like like screaming matches. Like it's a healthy way. They they really so, are. And I was a little envious of that. I was like, wow, this is where it's just kinda like, hey, this is how that made me feel. And it's like, wow, I didn't realize that like I never want to make you feel like that. You know, I'm changing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to react the same way. You know, that type of thing for both of them, you know? And it's just like so cute just seeing them. Like, ugh, it's just, and then it's just like, then when we get to power, Woo. there's before, no. I was going to say, before you say that, that I good. loved how they started off as, um, they started off as friends first. Like, you know how some people are like, they have like the love interest first. Like, it's like, oh my God. Like, I mean, he was attracted to her, granted. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they started off with a genuine friendship like it wasn't right. just like oh let's go on dates and this it's like kind of thing and they weren't planning on doing anything more so that's why i feel like it was such a great foundation for their great relationship as well no because like you said it was like a real friendship it wasn't like oh we just saying this to you know it was like a genuine like they were each other's like best friend like mm-hmm. for real and all mm-hmm. those of course of course it was obvious like as you watch it read it like and again all right that's why i put the spoiler warnings we're not gonna go super into it but it's just like obvious that they both have romantic feelings and they just continue to grow and grow and grow mm-hmm. it's like that the basis is like the friendship and although it's like you see the love blooming it's almost like they know that every they know that they're in love individually but they don't think the other person is which is all one thing i will say can be a little frustrating because it's like literally how how do you not see this but um no, no, no. do you not see the way he looks at you boy he used to get me sometimes when I'm like, do you not see she is blatantly flirting with you right now? And it's like, like you said, with both of them, where they both feel that way. And I also mm-hmm. think that speaks more to, like you said, where just because he had never really experienced that yeah. until he met Persephone, like one of my favorite moments, and again, uh, we don't have a whole like series on that, but one of my favorite moments is like when he's finally like cutting it off with a toxic relationship. And he said he wants to feel how she makes him feel all the time. Which isn't even just saying, I need to feel that way being with someone, but I know that like I deserve to be with someone like in a healthy relationship where I love them, they love me, we care for each other, we don't put mm-hmm. each other down, like we have fun. I know that this person sees me the way I see them. Exactly. And he deserves that, you know? So it was like, it gets a step in, ho. But anyway, let me not get into that. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, like you said, and I think it's like, you know, friends lovers love interests and then like rulers it's just who's beating them there's literally not even with zeus being king of the gods i don't care what anybody says i still to this day i'm not gonna get into it because we're gonna have a whole episode and i know i keep saying that but i really am saying it but like i think that zeus can't even see him like i literally think he's stronger than him so um i know well, we both all we all know right so it's just kind of so like but them together like Woo, who is beating the under the underworld icons? Now that's like that's a that's my dynamic key. duo, right? And that's and I, like I said, I think it for everything, but for that was name a better duo. You can't. I, I can't right now with that you one. You cannot. Power and that and then this is where I'm ending it, and it's like, and that's before we even get to how fine he is. Like Hades, don't play. Come on, tell me. That's why I don't. Every single time, you know, Oof. Persephone's feeling lustful. It's like, me too, girl. Every day. <laughs> me too, girl. Me too. Like, I see why you're drooling over there. And she bad too. It's just like, honestly, you. I mean, it really who can is. relate? 
who it was, was the that other one? dynamic duo. When I'm thinking of power couple wise, well, that has it all like word. this without the drama and just off the top of my and head, even with, they're top tier. And like you said, even with the hard times, it still was like, uh, nope. that's my man slash woman, and I'm sticking beside her. Like I'm it's sticking with, exactly. Like, no one is going to try try her, nah. and if you do, you're getting the full wrath. Like you're gonna <sighs> see a side of me you ain't never saw, and that's for both of them. So it's just like. Name a better duo. I will wait. Cricket, oh, wait. Cricket. cricket. You can <laughs> Moving on. I hate you. But yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's what I will say. How about you? For your next one, because this is our uh, I think this will be the one, one that we today. might have the, I think this is the one we might have that are the same. Okay, so, let's see. It'll be interesting to see if it actually is or it's not. <laughs> if it's not, yeah, we'll find out in two seconds, though. So... The one that I think that we have the same is, drumroll please, Baji and Chifia. No, I actually, no, 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 no. Actually, I love that because it was two dynamic duos for that one, and you know they were on it. Okay, so. I had both. No, 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 no. You do see that? See there? We both have both. So <laughs> you do that one, and I'll do the other one. Okay, that's so funny because I had I had them right next to each other, and I was like, "Well, I don't know if she's gonna choose." So, so there well, we yeah. go. Yeah, you do that one, and I'll do the other one. Okay, but yeah, Baji and Chifia, um, love them. Love. If you didn't know oh, Baji, if you haven't seen it, it is, there will be some. It won't. We probably won't go through, through all of it, but Tokyo Revengers spoilers. Oh yeah, Tokyo Revengers. But um, if. If you didn't know, Baji is my favorite. He's my favorite throughout the whole show. That just won't change. Definitely one of the fan fam- Definitely one of the fan favorites. But he's also great, so it's deserved. Yes, he is. Um, and then Chifuya and his relationship, I like it. It's kind of like the well, it's it, not kind of like it is. It's the hardcore that has their 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 close friend that's soft that kind of brings out their their soft side of them if that makes any mm-hmm. sense so chifia he's a badass to the end of the day let's not we'll give him credit where credit is due but he's also reasonable and soft-hearted to whereas he cares and he shows his emotions more than baji does who's just very stern blunt and kind of always wants to fight kind of thing bad boy iconic bad boy type and so chifio balances him out in that aspect and their relationship is kind of like you know how that person has that one special person that you know mm-hmm. they could never do wrong by or like they always know have mm-hmm. their best interests at heart or knows them to a core oh that's mm-hmm. that's chifia tabaji right there because at the end of the day even with me not finishing that last episode because i don't want to what you're it. going to finish you have to i know I will, you, can, I will. you can still finish it and cry you know what? I might do it today. Um, I might just, you know what? I won't might do it today. I will do it today. I will finish it today. And that'll just be the end of that. So I can just go ahead and cry it and be it over, get it over with. I just, ah, uh, uh, my gosh. Anyways, but he is his icon man to the end, to the point that it's, it's that Chief you always saw the best in Baji, even when Baji mm-hmm. didn't see the best in himself. It's kind of what I'm getting at. And you can see it throughout the show. And I'm just like, I love that. And I also but. love like how you can see like, you know, even with um everything that's going on, Chief of You knows that this isn't like it's not like Baji really changed. Like yes. he's trying to he's he found something out and he's literally undercover. That's basically it. Like when I told you he's like the iconic bad boy type, like he's covering up he's making it seem like he's this 
complete badass that's just doing all this kind of stuff. But really, he's doing this for the people that he loves and cares about the most. But he's not going to say that. And he could care less that the other people know about her or not. One person, Chifia, obviously, found out. And it's kind of like, you guys, Because he knows him. Yes, that's what I'm saying. He knows him. And it's just like, I love that Baji, but he's not sitting mm-hmm. here trying to get everyone's approval or credit or a thing like this. Like, hey, this is what I'm doing for you guys. It's kind of like, you know what? This is my way of protecting you. And this is all I can do. Like, this is what I know. So I don't know. Yeah. And then fu- <laughs> in the future, when you finish those, la- the, those last few episodes, because I, I know. Today, yeah, I, I tell- I will do it. Yeah, I will do it. Yeah, we can also uh, talk about more of what you find out. So without like spoiling you, but I think just even finding out that, you know, right after the episode you're avoiding, they sh- there's like an episode where they talk of show like how they met and basically how they built their bond. And it's showing that like, he's always like, we like I talk about, you know, I, I like a bad boy that, you know, and not even really bad, a brawler who has like a heart of gold. He's a really mm-hmm. great person, mm-hmm. but also when it comes to fights, like, don't play, because you will, that'll be the, your last day. You're going to the hospital. I'm sorry. That's how she wrote. Uh, right. So, yeah, I definitely think they're iconic. They're one of my favorite uh, duos. And I think for me, you know, everybody, like, you know, whenever they do, like, like the best boy characters, to me, yeah. that's what Chifuyu is. Like, he literally is the best. Like, you won't find a better friend. Honestly, Takamichi is so lucky that he agreed to be his partner. Oh, he is Takamichi. He literally is, uh, you couldn't have a better person by your side. And I think that one thing I am happy with, because I mean, you at least know what happens. So I'm glad that Chifu isn't alone. Like, you know, if he didn't have Takamichi, then yeah. I really think he would just be lost after, you know, what happens. So I am glad that he isn't like alone now. But I think yeah. that you see, like, and you'll see it in the episode. You from like really from the beginning, they built a bond because Chief you like helps him out, and then Baji helped him out, and then like they found out they had some other things in common, and that really is like what got them close. Maybe. And you know, now even the manga is making chapters, and I'm sure I'll probably cry, but um, <laughs> just to give people like just a sneak peek, I'm not going to spoil it, but. Recently, the, the manga is doing a few chapters. I don't know how many. I don't think they announced how many, but going more into like Chifu and Baji's history, and it kind of shows like how Chifu became his second in command um, okay. of the first division. Maybe like a day before, you know, what happens to, mm-hmm. to everyone's boy Baji. Um, he writes <laughs> Chifu a letter, and Baji's mom gives him that letter. So then as he's reading the letter, not going to say what's in it, because again, try not to spoil. Um, Chief Yu also has, he's having like a flashback of like how he became, because you know, in the, in the manga and anime before, we know how they became friends, but it shows yeah. how he became like a part of Tomon and eventually the first divisions of Lieutenant. Second in command, kind of. So, but yeah, they're great. I love them. <sighs> love that. I'm so it's really great. sad. <sighs> well, we won't end on but a no, sad note with that one. But yeah, so, but like, again, best friends i mean literally like you said it's like i almost feel like you said like you know like a yin and yang kind of thing yeah they just balance each other so well but yeah if you could didn't guess since she said chifu and baji <laughs> i said Draken and mikey <laughs> which number one i don't know you know i have a lot of faves on the show but my number one fave has to be Draken. he is just yeah girl chef's kiss he is just so whenever we talk about like a badass with a heart of gold he is just that guy you know literally if you don't like Draken, it's a you thing it's 
at this point. You know, he reminds me of the guy from Fruits Basket that turned into the seahorse. What's his name? Oh, Hattori? Yeah, he reminds me of Hattori, kind of. Oh, but... is it kind of like in the support way where like, you know, Hattori has... To... Oh, like kind of maybe like the the calming slash able to like kind of call yeah. them out. So, because you know, like Shigure, Shigure and um, mm-hmm. Aya are like wild. Yep, and then Hattori. Three wilds. So like Hattori is the one who's like chill, who also like can get them together and also be like, you're being ridiculous, chill. Exactly. That's how Jocken kind of reminds me. Yeah, bit. because it's like, one, he's like badass, like no one's seeing him. He is going to fight you for his, for Tomon. Like he doesn't play that. Mm. And then like when Mikey's like wilding out, he can like get them together. Like after like we, you know, we find out like early on and when the first like kind of fights they have that someone, a friend of one of the like commanders of Tomon him and his girlfriend were like beat up and like assaulted. So yeah. then obviously he was super mad. And um, like Draken and Mikey ended up going to visit like the girlfriend because she was still in the hospital. And yeah. her parents were un- completely understandably like the mom was trying, but the dad just like went off. Um, and even though the friend wasn't even in uh, Toman, they just think it was like because they had a, you know, a connection because he was mm-hmm. the friend was one of the was a friend of one of the like leaders but anyway so the dad's like going off about their daughter and then like mikey's about to like go back off go off at him like in kind and like draken like makes him like bow to him and then like apologizes to the dad <laughs> and then he and then when mikey's like still mad he like explains to him hey like you have to think about this from their perspective the daughter had nothing to do with it the parents have nothing to do with it the friend didn't have anything to do with it and their lives are forever changed like she literally was you know traumatized went through so much trauma to a state like she was in a coma so it was like we don't even know she's gonna wake up so and if she does wake up then someone has to tell her what she experienced so it's not right so to be i think be able to have someone who's like hey like yes draken can like go off and he's a badass. He also is the one who can be like, again, heart of gold. And that's not saying that Mikey doesn't have a heart, but it's just saying like he can think about the other perspective versus just going off of what he feels like in that moment. Yeah. He's more logical and level-headed yeah. to see everyone's, every side of the story versus being one-sided. So he sees it all versus just mm-hmm. being one-track mind. And he doesn't have to learn that trait because he already has it, which on the other hand, Mikey... Right has to learn, you know, he has to learn a lot of these things. He has to experience them with Draken's just Draken's just like, I got it, you know, this is what it is. And then he, you know, he's got that expertise guidance. He's like a, mm-hmm. a guardian guidance. No, no, yeah, I agree. And I think it's even cute too how it's like, like you said, he can think, he might have like think more logically in certain ways, but he also, I think, has more emotional intelligence. Yes. Because even if you're thinking back to like, this might have been the first couple episodes when, like, Takamichi's supposed to hang out with, like, Hina. And then, like, they were like, no, he's going. And then, like, Hina, like, did she slap Mikey? I think she slapped Mikey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. Because I was like, ooh. I know, because it looked like it was about to turn real ugly. Real quick. And then, um, Draken was about to walk up to say something. And then, like, Takamichi, like, pushed him back and was basically like, hey, like, um, y'all not gonna mess with her. And then Draken was, and it made it seem like Draken was about to fight him because he was like, I know be? you ain't talking to me. Right. Uh- and then, like, after it, when it shows, like, you know, Mikey wasn't going to do anything, um, he was like, oh, no, I don't, I don't, like, hit girls. Like, you know, same thing. And then Draken was saying, like, he, like, respected Takamichi because he said, like, you know, a lot of people don't care about, you know, I think seeing, like, how, especially, like, in their world, a lot of people use women, like, as objects 
yeah and tools so to see like takamichi actually like stand up for her in that way he was like you're different like people aren't like that and i think Mm -hmm. it's you know a lot of ways that's because even with all that he's gone through Draken's like that type too. Draken, he has, I forgot that girl's name. Mikey's sister, oh. Emma. Thank you. She has a thing for Draken. And I feel like she, I mean, but can you blame her? Not at all. No, I'm Sorry. there. But yeah, but like we said, they're mm-hmm. also another iconic duo. And I think even, and like, where even when you see like, you know, because Mikey has to have kind of like a strong face as being the commander. Yeah, for Toman. Right. But when, you know, it seems like Draken might not make it, and then they found out like that he did. I know we. Um, uh, now that's another thing that, about me. When one of my faves dies, it's hard for me to pick it back up because V already knows when I was watching Naruto. And like you said, it doesn't matter because eventually you already know that this happens and you'll see it again. And you said I'll probably forget by the time I finish. But like with the whole pain arc, when Kakashi died, hey. I was like, look, I am going to finish this arc. And if he is not up by the end, then it's kind of Crunchyroll, Funimation, or I don't know if I was watching it on a site that's not a streaming site. You will never see my face again. <laughs> you will never see my IP dress again because well, I'm not finishing it. <laughs> well, let's put it I this can't. way. We still see your IP dress, address, so I assume I know what happened. Right. But yeah. anyway, but yeah, <laughs> but like with Draken, when it seems like, you know, he might not. So like he has a strong face and then he makes it so everybody's happy and then Mikey disappears. And then you like see Mikey like around the corner and he like falls to the ground at the thought yeah. of like losing his like best friend. And like literally the person like, you know, he like deals with Mikey kind of sometimes being like, you know, childish, like when they were like at the restaurant and he was like, mm-hmm. he was like, I'm full. So he just picked him up and was just like, fine, like, let's go. Let's um, go. I think Such even for the world to be so scary, it's really cute to see like the um, like the genuine bonds that like a lot of the characters build. Yeah, I'm still glad they give them like childlike essence to them in those situations mm-hmm. too, because they are. If you gotta know these, they're just kids. They're like 15 years old in gangs dealing with all this stuff and having people, you know, going through all this stuff. So I'm really surprised though that why the author like decided to make them like young. children versus like young adults or teens versus young adults. Hmm, that's a really good question. And if someone knows the answer, please let us know because I would be curious to know why as well. Is it because it's more appealing because that's the typical age group that reads manga or maybe that's mm-hmm. when, maybe that's when um, in Japan, that's when, you kind of go through things at that age when you're in gangs and stuff. It, it happens in school. Right. So maybe that's why, because if they're at adults, then technically they're considered, they wouldn't be Yakuza, but they're given more of a Yakuza vibe. Yeah. So. No, maybe. that's real. But yeah, that's it for, or at least our first part, because we know we still have several duos that we want to touch on, oh, but yeah. that's going to be like part one, you know, there's definitely another topic, you know, a part two will be coming soon because we'll be back with it. there's more way more than three each uh, oh, or yeah, four for each sure. i forgot how many we did but yeah so with that um we're gonna go to i want to fight slash defend Ooh, so okay. um who are you fighting or defending b you know i've been a fighter lately but today i'm gonna switch it up i'm okay. gonna defend okay who are you defending 
And I feel like, okay, well, this wasn't really someone that I feel like everyone has a lot of problems with. More so in mm-hmm. the actual anime, they, that mm. the anime itself, they had a problem with her. So I'm defending her in the anime. But I feel mm-hmm. like hella people on the outside like are completely team with whoever I'm about to say. So mm-hmm. I'm talking about an infamous, beautiful, long, green-haired, pink glasses, scythe holding, I don't know if it's a site that she uses, whatever it is, Maki Zenin from Jujutsu Kaisen. My girl. My girl. Yes, yes, yes. You know I love me a Maki. Love me a Maki. But in the anime, of course, with her being part of the Zenin clan, she's a twin. She Maki does not have spiritual power or sorcery power. Curse, curse energy? I forgot what's called in it. Everything. Energy. It's like in those animes, it's like the same thing th- kind of thing, but with different names. Yeah. But let's say it's curse energy. Curse yeah. energy. She doesn't have it. All she can do is brute strength. That's it. She can't see curses. I believe that's why she actually wears the glasses to help her see the curse. If I'm not mistaken, if I'm wrong, I'm I think so she's. Sorry. I'm not sure if she still can with the, with with the glasses on, but I do know, like you said, it was like I do know that because she didn't have um, curse energy. Mm-hmm. I think it was she was blessed with like I forgot what it's called. It's like called like I don't know if it's like the a divine blessing or something. I forgot what the anime called it. It's been a second since I've been all the way back there, but mm-hmm. um, she got something else in exchange for not being able to have curse energy because she can't see curses. Yeah. So there, she had an ex- There we go. She has her exchange of everything. And with that, Maki, like, she went through a lot with her family, I would say, because of her, quote-unquote, they were considered a disability or a disadvantage that she was put at. And then on top of her also being a female sorcerer or what they would... Being a female that wants to be a sorcerer anyways was already a problem in itself or was not as common it was more looked down i wouldn't say looked down upon but it just wasn't well, as it is. It's, it's sexist like they're sexist there against go. women women it in was. the uh zen and clan where it's like seeing more like you know your purpose as like subservient roles versus exactly. like being sorcerers you're not that wasn't even seen as like something you exactly. could do like they would laugh at that's exactly what it was so yeah i guess so Maki went through a lot with her family with all of that. So she kind of put it in her mind that, you know what, I'm going to be the best sorcerer or I'm going to be the best curse killer out there, y'all, with or without the powers. And what she is, like, top tier, don't get me wrong, Maki is chef's kiss, one of the main supporting characters in Jujutsu Kaisen. I see her as one of the main characters, but that's just me. And I'm, I'm defending her because I feel like in the anime, people always kind of give her a little slack. Well, more so her family members and everyone gives her slack because of her quote-unquote disability that she has. When they don't see her true potential and how great she really is, think about it. If Maki were to get, because I haven't read the manga or anything yet, so I don't know if mm-hmm. this happens or not. But if she were to get cursed powers or be able to see curses on top of her strength already and her intellectual ability to just be so perceptive, because you know when you're lacking in certain areas, you get the ability to enhance others. So like if you can't see, if someone were to be visually impaired, their hearing and their sense of touch and smell and taste become that much more enhanced because they rely on them that much more. And I feel like that's how mm-hmm. it is for Maki with her. Since she can't see curses, she relies on all her other senses to the max fold. Kind of like a, a Lee, Rock Lee, how he... Um, yeah, because he only had like one. Like That's how I see her. Exactly. I see her 
And Rockley as being one of the same, you think it is as a disadvantage, but for them, it is like one of their greatest strengths. So think if they were to get that power that everyone else, you know, has tenfold, there is no one coming for her. It She would be top tier, like top, top, top tier. And there's no one that can tell me otherwise, because I don't see how it couldn't be that way. No, I love her. And uh, especially as someone who reads the manga, yeah, there's definitely big things coming for her. And that's all I'll say without spoiling. Okay, yeah, I'll leave it alone. Yeah. But yeah, you know, and I, th- I think that more newer age mangas are doing better with like how they represent uh, female characters mm-hmm. um, where they're not, they don't feel like they have to be like second tier where like, you know, back in the day when she like went to like the leader of her clan and was like her goal is like to be the new leader so that like she can change shit because it's like, yeah, they're awful. So it's just like, I'm going to show you that and I'm going to be the baddest bitch and badder than anyone that you're even thinking about as a successor because I want something different for my life where, you know, where her sister kind of is okay being that. She she didn't even want to be a sorcerer. She just did it because she still wanted to be with her sister in some type of way. But mm-hmm. that's why I really like um, characters like Maki and Nobara because I remember even when Nobara was having her battle when they were doing the thing versus the... Uh, that other school i think the school was called tokyo metropolitan but anyway whatever but um when they were doing that when the girl that was friends with my maki sister was kind of like oh you just don't know it's so hard for like women and all that stuff where like nobra and maki are the type where hush all that noise we don't care about that we're still gonna be the baddest it doesn't matter what men think of us what you know other perceptions that they put on us Mm -hmm. we're getting we're choosing how we see ourselves versus seeing ourselves through their lenses there we go but yeah it's just that simple. icon at this point so yes that was my defending champ of the week yeah okay so how about yours let me tell you mine and um i won't go super super into it just because uh i know you're still watching it and later we can talk more about how you feel about this character but oh, you know Lord, uh I will say, you know, as preparing for Bleach coming back, I've seen Bleach multiple times, but B's never finished it. So she's trying to, so where I'm getting her in her own training camp or training she art <laughs> to finish it before uh, it comes back. Um, and, you know, we'll, you know, and there'll be some episodes where we talk about kind of that. But anyway, okay. um, get my pictures pulled up for this one because I have a whole Bleach. The funny thing is I have, oh, I'm here right now, a whole Bleach section of all the characters because I'm like, okay, I'm going through the show. I can't forget all these characters' names. So go, go ahead for it, girl. I got the names. Okay, so who I'm choosing to fight someone and who I'm choosing is Soy Fun. So if Soy you've seen fun. Bleach before, it's like S-O-I-F-O-N, I think. And is that might be wrong. Oh, I see. Is it a girl or a boy? Because they have black hair. Girl. Yeah, black Soy. hair. And it's like two, like, it's like, oh, it's not even ponytails, but it has like bands. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. But, okay. So... She is, um, and honestly, I know that you've seen the first 60s. So what I'm saying, you might've forgot cause you're rewatching it, but I know that you've seen this before. So it wouldn't really be a spoiler. Just think, I'll just go based off the first 60 and later we can talk about her when you see more. Basically why, the reason why I'm choosing to fight Soifan is just because she's so much of, it's just too much of a hater. Right. And that's my thing. I feel like, I don't think that everyone has, to, you have to love every character I love, even the characters in the show. Or like every character, you can dislike someone, but it's like when you get to the point of the hater, it's. Do you mm. think that it might be nice to seek help? 
it's <laughs> just like because this is like to the point of like obsession but basically anyone who's seen bleach or at least started it has seen like so soy Flynn is like the captain of like the second division which is like the stealth division mm-hmm. because like i said you've seen the first 60 before and i know you're re-watching it but you're still familiar ish with that um yeah. i'll just b- talk about her based on that because that's kind of where the hating starts and it only grows from there it's just like she's unreasonable like everything, I'm sorry. Any anime character, I almost said I'm sorry, but I'm not. Any anime character where they're very stuck to the old ways and they're like, oh, things have to be like this and you have to follow the rules because the rules and blah, blah, blah. Boo, tomato, tomato, tomato. Ah, and like, that's how she was, even like when you think about in the Soul Society arc when, you know, near the like, maybe like the last 20 or whatever. When they're like rescuing Rukia and all that, and she's like, "Oh, you have to follow the rules and all that stuff." But it's like, okay, but what are the rules are wild? Have you ever I mean, questioned the rules? Right. So it was just like, and on top of that, it was just really a lot of it. Like a lot of the times, I feel like when caters hate caters when characters are haters mm-hmm. to this degree, it's just like insecurity. And what mm-hmm. you really see with like Soyfun is that what a lot of it comes from where a lot of it comes from her is that. She's just hurt that her idol, which is Yoriichi, one of the baddest to ever do it. I mean, how can you not stand Yoriichi? But anyway, has to leave the Soul Society. And so she feels like she was abandoned. So then that's really where a lot of it comes from. And then because Yoriichi like left to, because I know you haven't seen this part yet. So that's why I'm not going to say, I'm going to say it in a way that's not spoilerly. That's not like a spoiler. So because Yoriichi left to support one of her besties, which low-key, I think, is more than that. But anyway, um, but like, you know, her day one, A1, she feels like who she doesn't feel is worth it, who also is a baddie. They're like, when we talk about dynamic duos, that's another one, but we'll get to it another day. But when she leaves to support her bestie because they were done wrong, and um, it's like, if if they kicked out, I'm kicked out, basically. She's, and it was just like, and the person she hates on, the only reason I'm not saying it is because I know you're not there yet. So we'll revisit it when you get there. But okay. it's just like someone who is literally just jealousy because this person's an icon. They're kind. They help people out. They're literally the smartest <laughs> in the whole universe oh, of gosh. like Bleach. Like, yeah. There's nothing to really dislike about them. And like I said, if she just didn't like them, it would have been like, okay, whatever. But it's just like the levels of hating. Are you not tired? Are you nah. not embarrassed? And Emb- like, oh, I never get over that. Embarrassed. But, but anyway, yeah, that's who I would fight. And I would just be like, okay, well, I'm so like, if you fighting her, I'm fighting her. Because it's just like, and I'm sure once you get there, you probably will feel the same because we usually feel similar about characters, but it just was like really the links that she went. If she just disliked them, whatever, you know, everybody's not everybody's cup of tea, but it's just mm-hmm. like you're hating on an icon because your icon, that's her fave. Yep. That's her partner in crime. Like Simmer when you see them, jealous. you see her. That's what it is. That's all it is. And I just wish we would be honest about it. Nah. Green-eyed jealousy be getting the folks that can't admit it. But yeah, that's who I would fight. And uh, we definitely can talk about it more once you get there, because you'll definitely see it. And it's just like, enough! Like, enough come is on. enough! It's just like, I'm sick and tired. And you're sick and tired. So, let's go. Let's just, come on now, let's simmer down. You feel this way, but yeah. I feel this way. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's who I would fight. Alright. So, with that, we're going to Husband of the Week. 
you know, our last segment. So I'll just uh, let you start, B. Well, thank you. I feel like this one kind of speaks for himself. Well, maybe not for everyone. You know what? I take that back because he might not. But, ooh, I've been hypnotized by this man since this is one of the first animes I've ever seen. So mm-hmm. this should tell you it's a little older. It used to come on Toonami. Mm-hmm. And this man had me hypnotized since he was wearing the fur shoulder. I don't know what you call those things, but whatever you throw the fur over your shoulder. Uh-huh. Yeah, since he's been wearing that. Like, if you know who I'm talking about, you know based off of that. But from the infamous show, Inuyasha, I'm talking about his older brother, baby. Now, I haven't seen it, but I've seen him. And he is like he is an icon. I haven't seen I've seen like clips, but I haven't seen like it in full. But I know what everybody looks like. Uh yes. Okay, so Shamaru, that is who I want. His attitude can be a little foul sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's kind of like that tough love, like um, doesn't show emotion at all, really too mm-hmm. much. And like he loves Inuyasha in his own mm-hmm. way. Let me be very clear okay. about that. And he cares about him in his own brotherly way, but he also still gives him the hardest time of his life because they're definitely whenever they see each other, it's kind of much, it's pretty much on site every time. So mm. that's how it is. But like, there's more to the story about that why they why they kind of act in that way, and he's that way. Mm-hmm. But say Shumaru, he has this little girl that he ends up taking it. He has like two companions. One's like a frog kind of thing. We don't care about mm-hmm. him right now, but we're talking about the little girl. Her name is. <laughs> Her name is Ren, and I feel mm-hmm. like Ren just had, like, the best little time of her life. She gets to travel. Of course, she's just thinking having someone to love her because Ren's parents were murdered, um, and then she came across Seisho Maru. She tries to save him. You know, she kind of sticks by his side, and he kind of just allows it. Mm-hmm. So, because, you know, he's kind of a, he's a solo man kind of thing, just doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. So, for him to kind of allow her to tag along and actually kind of eventually see her as one of his own was, like, a big step and I feel like it was a great thing for him since how his personality is but right she just has the best little time ever she gets to travel she doesn't even know it and that's good live your child adolescent life girls but for me I'm like oh this sweet child gets to travel with this beautiful handsome man she sees him as like an older guardian I'm over here looking at him like prime steak meat like drooling salivating at the mouth and I'm like if only he would accept me if I was a grown woman in the in the anime to travel by his side but i know he'd probably be like yeah no because i don't know but yeah say shimmeru is everything i could do the attitude we could work on because that's not ideal but he's strong he does care in his own way but that's another thing um unless you really love that person you care about him to that extent people aren't going to go through the trouble of peeling back the layers of you being an onion oh you know what i mean like peel back the layers no what you said you have to have there has to be something that let someone see like oh there's more to you versus if you're just ugly like and how like you act then that's just like mm-hmm. okay there's nothing just being fine isn't enough to deal with that you know well, at least for us other people that's fine but it's just like because then you got to deal with the funkiness all the time and it's like i'm gonna talk back so exactly so i guess i'll be dead but <laughs> so someone would have killed me by now in the animes but um yeah so i feel like it's it's a lot of patience and you have to have someone that's willing to talk mm-hmm. and try to figure it out. I'm not saying I'm not that one, but I'm already dealing with my man um, from Jujutsu Kaisen. I won't spoil who that one was if you haven't seen our first episode, but I'm already dealing with him and peeling back his layers of onion trying not to get killed in that show. So I can't deal with two. <sighs> Lord. So <laughs> 
that's the only that's the only downside, I guess I would say. But I don't think he'd kill me. I just think he'd abandon me. Say Shomer at least. But I love you until that day, baby. That's all. You were so funny. <laughs> I think I have a type and I'm trying to get out of it. But we're not there yet. So I'm gonna grow out of this faith eventually one day. No, I mean, I think it's always important to be honest with ourselves. <laughs> Thanks. Do you support me as my best friend? I do. I mean, I wouldn't go there, which is why I try to tell you, not with uh, the guy from Inuasha. I'm talking about your Jujutsu Kaisen one. I'm just saying, mm. like, you know, at least if it's going to be dangerous, you could at least make it home. But again, I get it. I, I just wouldn't you. get into it. There home you go. is where his heart is. And guess what? I will be forever in his heart. Yes, because he ate you. He might not eat you, but I think that would be mm. it. I you do sure he don't want to eat me? You sure? Maybe don't that way, me. but... <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But anyway, yeah, that's but a yeah. good one. Oh, thank you. Who is your husband of the week? Let's see who you got. So I made a list. And um, I said, no, I'm making it sound like I'm doing it all today. No, oh. <laughs> that wasn't clear. <laughs> So who I'm, who I am choosing this week is so if you've seen Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, I am choosing, and I know you already got your fingers at your computer ready to type it in. Girl, I'm choosing. I'm choosing Major Miles, which is one of like the leaders of um the Brig Army, the Briggs Army, which is like the army like in the north when you're watching it, who's like led by mm-hmm. Olivier Armstrong, and he's like um. Yeah, right? Oh, you're talking about I know him. Yes. He's yeah, like I um, like him. He's like part Ishvalan. And yes. um but he looks full in Ishvalan. Like if you looked at him, you can't tell. But what I love about him is just kind of like how even though any just being honest, if you've if you've seen Full Metal Alchemist, any Ishvalan that has any issue issue with Amestria is one million percent validated immediately. Just with all that literally Mm-hmm. If, if when the war is taking place to literally exterminate your whole like race, race? it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you were in the war, you're related to it, you're supporters of it. I'm like it's curtains for you. So I totally understood that, and you know I we know. definitely see that with another is fallen character, or one of the really the only other one in the present time, like Scar. But anyway, going back to um Major Miles, what I love about him is just like one, he's fine, fine, yeah, fine. Again, I don't know how it happens, but it always comes back. And I obviously have husbands that aren't like white haired, but when it comes to the white <laughs> hair, it's just something different in the recipe. That's all I can tell you. I can't tell you something what's different, but there's something. I'm <laughs> right there with you, girl. I'm right there with you cooking up a storm. Um, so I just love like how sure of himself he is and how like you know he doesn't really like back down to like people who still have prejudices discrimination or really even racism towards like Ishvalans like there's this real evil character called uh Kimberly who literally the only reason why I would he definitely would belong in our I want to fight category but I would already have to have certain powers because I'm not willing to fight someone and die so um (laughs) I would have to be but I'm not willing to fight um, them, guys. So I gotta think this through. Now, if we add certain powers where I could beat them, yes, I'm fighting. But, gotcha. I'm here for it. But yeah, you know, like, and I guess this is 
uh Formella Alchemist Brotherhood spoilers. But a lot of again, it is old, but I'm at least letting people know. Um so basically Kimberly is one of the biggest like when you think about war criminals, like not only just with like the people they killed, the num- amount of like ish violence he killed in the war, but the fact that he literally took like joy in it. Like he loved that shit. Like that's the type Crazy. of evil guy. He Kimberly, is. let me see what he looks like. He look he looks uh, like he's he's unhinged. Yeah, you cannot look at him. He mm-hmm. he needs to be in a jacket of the white color. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I know exactly. I remember him now. Oh yeah, I remember him. He's psycho. Yeah, but um, so what I really loved is like there's a moment where like. Because I think that's the other thing too about that I love about Major Miles when people feel certain ways, like, because like I think that's another thing too. He really helped. Like, there's a moment when he helped. I want to say, yeah, it was Ed. I'm pretty sure it was Ed. He let him kind of like call him out with a, or kind of maybe not even call them out, maybe more like called him in and really helps him really see how okay from being from a mestra you see it this one way. Think about what mm-hmm. it was like for the Isvalans, and you know it really was like. When you think about it, it really was like mirrors a lot of the wars that, you know, not only America goes into, but, you know, other countries in the in the past where it's not even like for anything other than resources. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, we these people are trying to like it was literally just for resources. So you kill like literally basically a whole race of people for fun so that you could get resources. Who did yeah, nothing wrong to you. Oh, you didn't want right. to work out a deal. You just wanted to take advantage of them and be... Okay. And that's the thing, too, where it's like, it wasn't even, like, military leaders. We're talking about just just literally killing, like, like people who were just, like, families. Like, men, women, children who have nothing to do with that. So, who were just living their lives. Right. So, um, yeah. So, then I think that I love how he, like, kind of talked straight to Ed, where it's like, think about what it was really about. Like, it wasn't... What you were taught, which makes sense, you know, is thinking about like, you know, when you're a kid in history, we're taught all these mm. things. But, you know, as especially as black people, you learn what it's really about. The history we were taught in school. I don't know how they do it today, but back in the day, which is not that far back in the day, when mm-hmm. we were taught, all we were taught was white history and that right. black people were slaves. And you get like one chapter on that and that's it. And then you continue on with white history and how... They invented the light and how to fly and how they were so great. And never, I will tell you this right off the bat, never in the chapter that dealt with slavery, at least in my school, do I recall them ever having it in a section of, they just kind of did like, oh, they were enslaved by, kind of like they would just say they were enslaved by these people, kind of, you know how they kind of say like these people without really saying I mean, they eventually mm-hmm. lesser it wasn't than it big was. of a deal. Yes, they made it seem like it wasn't that big of a deal. Slavery wasn't just yesterday kind of thing. Like you know, they did this. They had them work, but but also they had slaves enslaving other slaves. Can't forget that. Now let's give you a whole book on that. And it's like uh, you don't ever want to take blame for what it is that you do. Being an oppressor, stealing culture, being people that take and then try to revamp it to make it fit your narrative. That's all that I know white people for. And I'm just throwing it out there because it's not a secret. No, that's it's right. literally no, that's what it is. No, like you said, even with like the white history, they're not honest about it. Oh, never. It's like, oh, these are be- they glorify it. Benevolent heroes who, you know, all that stuff. Like, oh, you know, 
even you know we could just start with like you know fuck christopher columbus because it's like just think about how like he was where you know in the history it's making it seem like oh he did so so many great things and he was he discovered you know, america he was community oriented no he, he was not- a killer <laughs> and oppressor you know and again just like all the other white figures we hear about but anyway this isn't about that but it is this is your history it, lesson <laughs> but let's go with like the show for sure but um yeah so yeah i like that he like helped ed like see the other side and then later ed actually talked to like some people like you know hawkeye who actually were in the war and what i do like though a lot of the characters some characters like actually left in the middle just because they were so disgusted by what they had to do Cause it's not like they knew they didn't know until they got there. We're really were getting into it what it was really about, and then mm-hmm. some people just stayed because they didn't know what to do, and other people like left and even took like you know the shame that people people put on them. But it was like I can't do this. I, lo- I what I do love is that a lot of people who were involved in it, although you know there's mm-hmm. really nothing you can do to make up for like the role you played in like killing innocent Ishvalans, but I like love that I don't know I think that not now it's a bad thing I don't think that people should be feel shame about who they are but I do yeah. think that it can be healthy to feel like ashamed of things that you do when you know that it's wrong so like a lot of the other characters like actually feel ashamed for the role that they played so later like Ed like confirms what like Major Miles was telling him. But another thing that I love about Major Miles, because we talked about Kimberly, is just how, like, Kimberly was definitely trying to like, basically play on the part, the fact that, you know, he played such a big role in it and he, like, loved it. And mm. I love how Major Miles literally stood, like, 10 toes down and he was like, Yeah, I know who you are. And he took off, he took off, took off his glasses because he always wears glasses. And you can, what? you know, uh, a mark of, like, his violence is that they have red eyes. So basically he was like, yeah, I know what you did. I know what you did to my people. And basically I'm doing my job. So that's the only reason you're still alive. But if I see mm. you go an inch out of line, it's curtains. Like, So out. try me if you want. So wait, don't play with me. Play with don't yourself. Play with <laughs> so <laughs> he was like, <laughs> well, um, no, he pulled out the prince. When you play, when you try to play me, you play yourself. So <laughs> play a game if you want to, but it's going to be the last game. And he stared him straight play. down. It was like, that is an MFN man right there. So mm-hmm. I already loved him before, but that just made me love him even more. And also like I think that more. another thing I, I love is like every time, like he's been put in those places with like people of a mistress, you know, he's called out where it's like, is this going to be, if this is going to be a problem, then uh, I'm a dip. Cause y'all not finna play me. Cause like, you know, that's the kind of thing that he experienced like with Ed at first. Cause he was feeling the type of way. And he looked at him. He was like, look, we got, wait, uh, do we got a problem? And he explained <laughs> it. So, you know, their relationship was fine. But even when he first, they show like when he first entered the military, cause he kind of talked to Ed with that, where the reason why he has such a, um, good relationship with like his leader, um, which is yeah. Olivier Armstrong is because he felt that she would have an issue and he yeah. and she basically was like look are you a strong soldier are you a bad bitch that's all I'm interested in yes and she ma'am. said and if you and she's like and if you want to fight me for you know what these people have done we can do that too but that's all <laughs> I'm interested in you know where it's showing like you know especially with someone like him who experienced so much Hate discrimination him. prejudice mm-hmm. you know all that stuff so yeah, we'll let you know we stand. 
I'm that's here a husband for it. Right there. Look, that's a. I'm trying to find man right there. I'm trying to find out. That's all I'm saying. But um, yeah, okay. that's my husband though. Ah, I, I love it. I stand with you on that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So with that, that is it for episode four. And um, Ooh. again, thanks everybody for listening, downloading. I think I got a notification a couple days ago that. You know, at least through according to Buzzsprout, we have 150 downloads at this point. Oh and my gosh. Um, Thanks, you guys. yeah, we really appreciate it. I know we're v- still very new in this street in these like podcast streets, so we're looking yes. forward to you know growing and building and continuing with like you know getting to know other anime podcasts and like building on those relationships. So, yeah, that's yes. exciting. Um, thank and, you so uh, much for being patient with us through our technical mm-hmm. difficulties. We're still working out some kinks and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a new streaming platform that we're actually recording on. So hopefully it sounds better. Let us know if it does or if it doesn't. Uh, because we've recorded, we've, let me let me put it this way. We've re-recorded episodes about Oof. two or three times now. And it just, it's thrown us off our schedule a little bit. So we're very sorry about that. But thank you for sticking around to this part. And if you guys have any suggestions, please email us. At ask those anime girls with a Z mm-hmm. at the end at gmail.com. Give us your suggestions, comment it, DM us, whatever it is. We are more than happy, willing to learn. We're like sponges soaking it all in. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you have anything else, B? Um, just stay tuned for next week's episode. Doing another creative topic at the mm-hmm. next week. So yeah, stay tuned for that one and <laughs> We'll catch you on the flip side, baby. Yeah, we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace, bye.